0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Via Tutte, our character education podcast. This is our November episode and we had the pleasure and the good fortune to speak to Jack Salt. Jack Salt being one of our most prominent recent old boys. He was here from 2009 to 2013. He finished his tenure at Westlake as a prefect and our sports captain. And he then went on to a college scholarship at the University of Virginia in the USA. Whilst he was there... He studied anthropology and then completed a master's in education for five years. He was part of their basketball program, playing in their varsity team, and in 2019, he had a standout year where he became the first ever New Zealander to win an NCAA basketball championship. It all sounds glossy, it all sounds glamorous, and to some extent it is, but what you'll get from listening to this is a bit of the backstory, a bit of the hard work, a little bit of the struggle and how he never took his eyes off the here and now, working hard and really, really fixing his gaze on being where he wanted to be, not where he was at the time. So there's a lot to take out of this. Basketball fan or not, you're going to learn a lot from this. We really hope you enjoy it. This is Jack Salt talking to Via Tute, our character education podcast. We hope you enjoy. All right, Jack, so pleased to have you with us. Um, And it's great you're back, and when you are back in the country, you always make a big point of coming back to our school, which is something we're really thankful for. Um, But could you just give people a couple of insights, a perspective of where you're
1: at at the moment, and and how things are going for you? For sure, yeah. I I got down at the University of Virginia in April. I finished, I got my degree there, um, my master's degree, and then I played NBA Summer League in Vegas. Yep. So I did that with the Phoenix Suns. So I was in Phoenix in camp for a few weeks. Wow. And that was an awesome experience yep. to go over to Vegas and do that. Um, and then after the summer league, I signed a contract with a team in Poland. Yep. So they've got a professional league over there. Yep. Um, and I've been in New Zealand for the past few months. I actually had an illness. So I've been sick, but now I'm on the recovery. Yep. And plan is to get healthy, then head over to Poland. Right,
0: great. Great. And I suppose we'll just touch on that. We're going to jump around. There's no chronological order to this, um, as you'll aware, if you've listened to a few. But... We'll just touch on that. So getting ready to sign your first pro contract and then injury, illness kind of stopping you in your tracks. How's that been for you mentally and physically as well?
1: Yeah, really hard. Um, For me, I love working out. I mean, now it's my job, but I work out two, three times a day and I love it. I love how I feel. So to not be able to work out for two and a half months Mm. was really challenging for me. Um, But the biggest thing for me, I had a really good support group. So my family and friends and i got into a lot of reading i right. was never really into reading yep. when i was at school yep. i had a lot of reading to do but i <laughs> just didn't do it I, I, I did some of them but it was i was, I was forced <laughs> to read but so you well. were in my class as well so oh, i yeah, no, probably shouldn't say that in that, that class i did all the reading oh yeah right yeah, but, yeah, yeah um, great but, yeah. yeah i did yeah. Do, i did do the reading but i just yeah. didn't enjoy it yeah okay. um, but i've got into reading for the, for the love of it and yeah the, just yeah, enjoying yeah. it just wanting to learn on yeah. stuff i'm interested in great and um also meditation yeah so yeah, it was tough, but I've adapted. Yep. And now I'm in a pretty good mind frame. Right. Um, yep. So yeah, I'm looking forward to yep. the next next step.
0: Brilliant. And and those injury setbacks and things, they're they're inevitable for a lot for of sure. people, and it's it's more of a mental game for yeah. people getting over it. So it's great to give some examples of how you can overcome that. Mm. So it's really good. And and like I said, we're going to jump around a bit, but I, I think something I want to touch upon um, is this podcast will go out to all of our new families who are coming in. They're starting Westlake in mm. in 2020. Um, can you cast your mind back first day, getting ready for Westlake, walking in for the first time, some of your thoughts, feelings, emotions around that?
1: Yeah, for sure. That was a while ago now. It was probably 2009 I came in um, from TNIS into Westlake. And it was just it was a little overwhelming yeah. uh, coming in. I wasn't as big back then. I, was <laughs> a, I, was a, I wasn't a small fella, but I was, <clears throat> I was a little bit shorter. And um, it was a little bit overwhelming just coming yep. into this. There's guys that are five years older than yep. you and you just feel a bit small, mm-hmm. but then you get into the rhythm of things, and you yep. realise the system at Westlake's a really good place to be, yep. and um, I love my time here.
0: Yeah, good. And what are some of the things you kind of did, or you would recommend where you can find your feet, and how did you go from feeling like that scared, kind of overwhelmed, anxious student into someone who thinks, actually, I can make my mark here a little bit? Yeah. Is there anything you did, or you wish you'd done, maybe, that you can give a
1: give an example of? Yeah, so I mean, looking back on it now, the thing that I did that wasn't even my choice was the form classes. Right. You guys still do mixed form yep. classes? Yeah, So that was huge for me to have older guys in my class and then to see them around school and just say, hey, what's yep. up? Like, yep. it's, that's a pretty small thing. Yep. But to say hi to an older guy, it's kind of like, oh, they're not that different. Yeah. So yep. any kind of anxiousness in terms of that, in terms of being really young yep. and old, yep. that helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd say form classes was big and just, I the classes I remember were, enjoyable mm. and um you know I, I don't really have any struggles other than yeah, that
0: good good and that's probably a good message for our current seniors to say hey being a friendly face and helping someone out the first that's time right. can make a big difference and I know that's something mm. you went on to do as you kind of progressed through the mm. school and took on a lot of those leadership roles mm-hmm. and just with that in mind um those values um some of those leadership roles what do you think were the most important things you had instilled in you from Westlake or things that you really had to strive to achieve mm-hmm. um, how did you become the leader that you went on to be
1: yeah, I mean the, the values of Westlake it just always echoed, echoed. in assemblies in, in the, through the teachers um, <clears throat> the manners at Westlake is yeah. something my dad and mum were really strict on manners mm-hmm. but that got reiterated at Westlake and I think that's huge mm. um, but just yeah, just all the values in the culture of Westlake. It's not just um not just chatter, it's yep. actually what they do. Yeah. And I've experienced, like I've been lucky enough to experience Westlake in the University of Virginia yep. and both establishments have yep. been really big on culture uh, yep. and getting the right kind of yep. kids. Yeah. I think Westlake does a great job and not just talking about it, they actually are about mm. what they mm. say. Yep. Yeah. Um so yeah, all the things really set me up to yep. be a great leader yep. and I was able to take those leadership roles. At the school when i was older yep. and do the best job i could yep. to help mentor and lead
0: and that's that's really refreshing to hear and, and, a, and a real source of pride from us for you to come back and say those things mm. and when you talk when you touch on culture um what do you think makes in your opinion a successful culture what do you need to have what do you as a, either as a team or an individual what are some of the things you need to Bring to the table manners, obviously, we touched mm. upon, but is there anything else that you think is important?
1: Um, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing for culture is genuine care from both parties, mm. and that <clears throat> that has to first come from the people above because there's people telling you what to do. Yeah, and at Westlake, I think the people here genuinely care about you, mm. and that's because if you're telling people what to do, they're not going to listen if they don't if they feel you don't care yep. about them. Yep. But at this school, teachers are invested in sport, you got pretty much almost every teacher. Uh, works with either, not just sport, sport, yep. music, yep. academic, yep. they work within a yep. different um, thing that they're just teaching. Yep. So that shows that the care that yep. they're putting time in. Yep. Um, so the care's there, and then from that, you've got the people that buy into the culture, and also you have to have a good good culture, good kind of words, phrases that you mm. go by, yep. and Westlake has good ones that I like, yep. that yep. I, yep. I really resonated with. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I'd say.
0: It's, uh, <coughs> it's great to know that you've taken that on into your kind of future life, your future career. And I think we'll probably will fast forward. So Jack someone who he did very well academically at school. He did very well from a sporting perspective, nationally recognised in basketball from quite a young age. And the time comes when, right, it's I'm moving on now. And, and that for you was you know, looking at going to a US college. Mm-hmm how did that come about and what are some of the things you had to go through to say hey look yeah I'm ready I'm I'm ready to make an application or I'm ready to fly overseas and do this Mm -hmm. um a lot of people are wanting to go to the US and they see it as a real positive opportunity which it is but can you give a bit of backstory into Mm -hmm. what that looks like from an athlete and student
1: perspective yeah for sure I'll touch on the student perspective first um you said I was a great student. I was pretty good, but I had some areas that I needed to work on. Yep. So I was lucky enough at Westlake to have Mr Van Hoover right. Mr. Jackson who really helped me. I struggled a little bit of math. Right, okay. So they if I didn't get my maths, I wouldn't have had the a high enough score to be able to go over there. Right, okay. Because um, you need to pass your New, New Zealand mm-hmm. equivalently as well equivalents as well as American equivalents. Yep. So I needed that. I already had my American because mm-hmm. I sat at the SAT. Um but yeah, you need to make sure all your studies are in order. Yep. And as a sportsman growing up, you kind of, you think, oh, it's all right. I, I play, I'm really good at throwing a ball, I'll be good. Yep. But you need the academic side of it. Um, so I was lucky enough that Westlake had the people that were willing to help me out in the areas that I struggled. Yep. Um, and Then on the athletic side, I made national teams and that helped me. Um, I was with the Breakers Academy, which sent players to China for a camp. And I played well in that, so that helped me. So the biggest thing for me was international exposure. Yep. Um, but in saying that, it's definitely getting better in terms of at nationals this year. There was a few American scouts for yep. colleges because yep. yep. kind of New Zealand's getting more on the radar mm. with a lot of players going through. Yep. It. Um, but back in well, 2013, my biggest thing was international exposure. Right,
0: okay, yeah, and I suppose that that gave you a platform. But I think a key message to take out of that to reiterate is that academic, mm. you know, those prerequisites that you no matter how good you are, you could be the next big thing. But without those. Academics it ain't happening I suppose and that's that's a real thing and we all know the the time and effort you put in to put that right and Mm. That was yeah good on you for having that kind of drive and motivation Mm. and and great to hear that our staff did that as well Um, so the time comes to head over there and you've You you were probably fortunate to have more than one offer. I think and, and there was a few places looking at you. What were you? Looking for in a college. What was it you what you wanted on your wish list Mm-hmm. Um, that would be part of this question, and then what did you get a sense that they were looking for?
1: Um, yeah, so the biggest thing for me, I wanted to push myself as hard as I could, mm. um, kind of ever since I was younger, I was always the worst player on the team, and I kind of worked my way up mm. so Virginia was the best school that was recruiting me. They were right. the best conference, arguably yep. in America yep. um, and a, a lot of people told me i shouldn 't go there, but I I shouldn't have gone there, but I wanted to push myself. Mm. So Virginia, for me, was the highest level I could go to and see if I could make it at the highest level in America right. in terms yeah. of college. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so what was the other question you asked? What just around
0: what, what sense did you get that the colleges were wanting from mm-hmm. you rather than just yeah, what you were looking for
1: sure. And the thing about Virginia is I felt they were really real. Like mm. they weren't promising I was going to be this amazing player. They yeah. said if you put in the work, the results will show, but it's yep. going to take time, and I really appreciate that they were straight up about it, they yep. weren't, because a lot of American college coaches, they just talk a lot of rubbish, yep. Yep. a lot of it, they just, yeah, 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 yep. but they would say, nah, I mean, you're yep. going to have to work here, yep. and I that's what I've been doing my whole yep. life in terms yep. of sports and yep. academics, yep. so yep. it just resonated with the person that I was, mm-hmm. and it was going to be really hard, i yep. mean, like, you know what, this is a challenge, yep. and if I ever want to play pro basketball, I'm going to have to play at an extremely high level, yep. Yep. so why not yep. go for the best yep. school that's recruiting yep. me. do you think that's a
0: part of your character whereby you don't actually mind mistakes failure knockbacks have you always found you're able to you've got more of a need to achieve something rather than a need to avoid failure as such is that something that's been a hallmark of
1: hundred percent yeah if you want to be good at something you have to fail Mm. if you're always good at something it means you're not pushing yourself hard enough and um I wouldn't say I was always like that. I definitely removed my the pride out of it when I was right. younger. Yep. And now I can go into a an environment and ask questions. And yep. I'm not embarrassed by it. Yep. Um and it's it's kind of hard to switch that cuz people always want to be seen as competent. Yeah. Yeah. But to get good at something when you first start out of it, you're not going to be good. Yeah. So I always try to push myself and get myself mm-hmm. in situations where I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But then I don't just sit back and do nothing. I'm yep. active. I'm yep. asking questions. Yeah. And um that's definitely yep. A lot of things model that my parents Westlake the, my circle of friends mm-hmm. I had but I'm definitely happy I have that, that yeah. attitude
0: and, and just leaving your ego at the door and yeah. you know not being a walking in as a ready-made out-the-box superstar and For sure. yeah, it's, it's a real I think it's a thing that boys struggle with because it's mm-hmm. quite easy in New Zealand in some sports to mm-hmm. get that status pretty quickly certainly at the school but then mm-hmm. there's a big world out there and you're going to uh, the number one basketball playing nation in the world at the mm. number one college, so it's, yeah. it's a it's a real it should be a real source of pride that you've had that attitude rather than just going somewhere and being out the box and yeah. ready to win and but boy did it pay you back and I think yeah. that's probably what we can come on to a little bit now that mm. could you just touch on you know that twenty or the whole the whole four years I really think w- would be interesting to get a perspective on, but certainly that run you know twenty eighteen twenty nineteen Sorry, twenty eighteen the national yes. finals and it's five years. Five, yeah, five yeah. years. Here, yeah. So yeah, just a perspective on walking in the door there, f- you know, first time round, mm. seeing the the magnitude of the place, but then also that journey you went on to end up. I won't spoil the story. You can tell it, but yeah. what what how it ended, I mm. think, is a really good thing. So yeah, any couple of minutes you've got to share on that would yeah. be brilliant.
1: Yeah no, I try to summarise a yeah, little bit. thank you. But um no, so I first got on grounds University of Virginia. It's located. Virginia in a town called Charlottesville and I came to first practice and I saw the guys practicing and I wasn't cleared to work out yet because you have yep. the past physicals and I looked at these guys and I was like wow they just the most athletic biggest players I've ever seen because yep. in New Zealand there's kind of, there was kind of me and a few other guys oh, that yeah. were my size yep. but not many of them could move yep. like me yep. but over there there was guys my size they could move better than me yep. and they were just so skilled. Yep. I was like wow what have I... i know i wanted to push myself but i don't know maybe this is like can i do it yeah yeah yeah, i I definitely doubted myself i was like wow like this is crazy the level that they were playing at um and then i had my first practice with them i didn't play terrible i played decent but i was this the level was just so above yeah um so that first year i didn't play at all i just (laughs) redshirted which was i loved it i um i got into the weight room side of things Mm. i put on i put on a bit of muscle i worked on some issues that i had in my body because we had an amazing strength conditioning coach right yeah Coach Curtis and he's he's my guy and I love working out with him. But um, yeah, and then that was kind of adjustments to the academics as well. because yep. you're going University of Virginia is usually ranked the number one public school in America right. in terms of academics. Yep. So yep. it's not it's not a breeze. Um, but Westlake definitely helped set yep. me up for that. Yeah, and or support the support I had at Virginia was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, first year was just an adjustment period. Yep. It was seeing the level of athletes in America, um, getting used to the schooling and just how everything works over there. Yep. Um, and then the next year I was eligible to play. Yep. I didn't play much. I had a few stints here and there, but not really. Mm-hmm. And then my third, fourth, and fifth year, I was an on and off starter. Yep. Um, started most of the time. And then, yeah, kind of fast forward to the, yep. oh no, I'll go to the, the fourth year, we um, went to the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. which is the biggest yep. basketball tournament maybe in the in the world. Yep. Um, and we were number one seed, and we lost to a 16 seed, yep. which, that has never happened before. So how the tournament works is there's 64 teams and four number one seeds, four number two seeds, so on, and it goes on till yeah. 16. Yeah. And we got matched up with 16 because yeah. we, we, we had the best regular season yeah. along with three other teams. Yeah. And we lost that game. And that was, that was um, labeled as one of the biggest sporting upsets right. in history. Right. And to be a part of that, yeah. um, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, we went back up the elevator after losing, and we had to go through the security elevator because it was a death threat for the team. Wow. So we okay. had SWAT team. We just we just lost this game by yeah. 30 points it against the 16 seed, yeah. and we had SWAT just yeah. walking us up the elevator like, wow. damn, I try to go to my room.
0: So let's push pause on that, and I'll just summarise as best I can. You're at a university where, by your own admission, you're one of the players who really has to work mm. harder than most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are not moving as well and not as athletic as some of them, mm-hmm. you're not as talented, you're not as skilled,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you don't play much for the first year, two years, we're two years mm-hmm. then at a place where something, the, the biggest shock
1: mm-hmm.
0: ever happens and you've got to rebound from that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: are you just thinking is this meant to be, should I be here or did you always have your eyes on that kind of I'm here because I'm here to learn, I'm here to grow, I'm here to be the best version of myself or was mm-hmm. there times when it was just get me out of here, it's yeah. this is not what i was expecting how was your mindset
1: in that moment those first four years yeah no, i'm not gonna lie it was hard at it was hard sometimes yeah. like I, there's there's up and downs you have yeah. like good days bad days but um for me i was always like oh i don't want to look back and regret that i don't push myself to the yeah. highest level because at yeah. least if i go back and i have to get i don't know a regular job and be like damn maybe i should have tried that yeah. yeah so um and then when we lost that game i mean it was huge but that's life yeah. you lose yeah, there's a lot of worse things than losing a basketball game, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. And yeah. I've experienced a yeah. lot of people have experienced those. Yeah. Um And I'm fortunate enough to have a lot of good, good things around me. But um, no, that was that was tough to lose. But it really motivated me to work mm. out really hard. Right. And okay. I, I kind of, locked in on my basketball a lot yeah. more in that off season. Yeah. I um, I really stuck to my diet and just transformed my body even more. Yeah. And then I came back, played tour blacks, and then yeah, and then the following year was the. Yeah. NCAA, if you want yeah. me to touch on that season. Yeah, I'm
0: just thinking, so did you feel going into year five like this is my year for me? I've, mm-hmm. I've come through those hardships. I've devoted my time and attention yeah. to ticking off a lot of boxes, diet, nutrition, training. Yeah. Did it feel like that going into year five or was it still up in the air about how it was going to go?
1: Honestly, still up in the air. I mean, yeah. I'd started the past two years, but um, in college, uh, in any professional sport, your position's always up to, up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was unfortunate. I had a little, I had a few back something wrong, I had um, bulging discs, so right. I had to I had sit out a game, and okay. that kind of was playing with me throughout the season, but um, no, I mean, it was it was a hard season yep. in terms of me personally, and dealing with some stuff, my yep. back, and my playing time, but ultimately the way it ended was amazing, yep. and looking yep. back on it, um, going to the University of Virginia, the way, the support I had around yep. me, as long as the, menta- the yep. mentality I had, really, yep. it was a perfect combination, yep. and I'm really, I'm really happy I chose to go yep. to that school. yeah. So a really good regional
0: season, um, and then it comes time for your last ever NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. and this is the kind of the hollywood <laughs> yeah. the Hollywood bit, I suppose if you want to call it that. But I'm, I'm I'm hoping or I'm feeling that it probably wasn't like that. So could you mm-hmm. give us a kind of a run through of what that tournament was like from your perspective yeah. and how it all. Yeah.
1: One. So the NCAA tournament is crazy. Yeah. Uh, all it feels like all of America stops to watch this tournament. because yeah. um, it's also people put people bet on the games, so yeah. everyone's following the games. Right, yeah. I think there's eight billion dollars invested into right, it. Wow. Seven seven billion come from bets and one billion <laughs> comes from T V rights. Wow. But um so the first game we were number one seed. Mm. We played a sixteen seed. Right. We were down eight points in the first half. Right. So everyone was in the locker room. Playing on that in your <clears> mind again. Obviously, everyone thinks about it. But yep. um, the coaches did a really good job of staying calm. Mm. Last time we were down, uh, fifteen or whatever in the half, coaches came in. Some coaches were like. Oh, I don't know yeah, that. yeah. But this year, no, none of that. We just calm, um, logical about it. What yep. we needed to do, <clears throat> what we needed to do, and then yeah, we ended up winning that game, and it yep. was huge just yep. to get that. Yep. Kind a of monkey off our back, and then how the NCAA tournament works is you've got a game usually Friday, Sunday, and you go, if you keep progressing, you have two games, two games, two games, and those last two are the semi-final and the final. Yep. So we were fortunate enough to pro- progress every game, yep. and then you progress on the quarter final, and you get into the final four, which is a huge deal yep. for yep. Um, colleges. So we got to the final four, and it was in Minneapolis. And we flew there on a plane, we got in, and it's just, everything is crazy. I mean, buses have photos <laughs> of us. Yep. Hotels have photos of us in the hotel room. We've yep. got security. It's really like, yep. you feel like a celebrity. Because yep. I've never experienced anything yeah, like course. that. And I don't think I will, yeah. unless I go to the NBA and I become <laughs> yeah. am a superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And then we ended up, the last three games actually we won by a very close amount. So mm. they were all really exciting. Right, okay. um, I was fortunate enough to play a lot in the... Elite 8 game Right, okay In the two finals game uh, final final. I played a little bit But yep. not significant But yep. um No, that was just We played in the Was it The Vikings football stadium was it 70,000 Right, wow well, So that yep. that was the biggest crowd yep. I've played in front yep. of By like double Yep So that was surreal Yeah. But we ended up Taking it out mm. So we won Um And that was Yeah The, the celebrations And coming back to Virginia Charlottesville Just coming through the airport having cause we just we charter. So we go straight to the airport yep. and we got on the bus and two fire trucks were there. And they just shot water us <laughs> as we went. Yep. And then we were driving back to Sharsville and cars just stopped on the road. Wow. This was a motorway. Yeah. Cars would just stop, just yep. waving. Yep. And then we got Amazing. to our basketball arena and it was thousands of people. Yep. Just waiting for th- and that wasn't even the big celebration. We had another celebration at the football stadium. <laughs> right, okay. So it was just yep. it was a week of celebration yep. once we got back. But um but yeah.
0: And, and, and there, therefore you become the first ever New Zealander ever to win a NCAA mm. basketball title. And mm. who knows when the next one will be, but you're, that's some groundbreaking a bit of history there for you. And mm. what I would like to ask about now is, you know, the, you actually had a leadership, a captaincy role mm. during that time. I think you co-captained or captained the, the team. Mm. Um, what, away from the, on the court... Um, of which you're highly skilled, move well, do all those jobs. What are some of the things that you had to give or be like, or kind of instill in people as a captain? So mm-hmm. take away the basketball side of it as a as a, on a on a captaincy role. Mm. How did you see that playing out for you?
1: Yeah, no. So I was a co-captain last two yep, years, yep. and for me, that was. Um I feel like my biggest role was to come in every day, bring energy, and be locked in. Yeah. Just set an example. Set an example. Because mm-hmm. yep. the guys, there was, um, my f- my s- fourth year, there was Devin and Zay- Isaiah and me. Yep. Devin and Isaiah were the seniors. Right. So, they were really vocal. They were mm-hmm. always going up to guys. I felt like my job was just to work hard every day Yeah. and be a good source of energy. So, guys, because some days are harder to practice. You're yep. tired. Yeah. You don't. You've school. You haven't got enough sleep because you got back from a game last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you don't want to be there. Mm. But for me, it was just always bringing that attitude. Yeah. Um. Making sure I was getting the classwork done. Yep. So guys could see that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then the next year, kind of a little bit of a bigger role, yep. more vocal. Um. But I'd say the biggest thing for me was just setting a good example because mm. I don't. I don't ever want to be a leader that, talks about it yeah. and doesn't back it up. Yep. So I always just want to. I'd rather let my actions speak rather mm. than words. Yep. Um, so yeah that's how I yeah. kind of that's how I live yeah that's, that's
0: wrapped, wrapped up so well that just action, the actions and how loudly they speak compared mm-hmm. to your words is brilliant and did you ever think you know in the back of your mind you were sat here trying to fix up your maths and get it all sorted? Yeah. did you ever think hey I could have 70,000 people watching me playing in the final in the biggest tournament in America at the time and mm. is that something you thought might happen wished to happen or was it just hey I'm just eyes on this and next thing next thing next thing and it, you yeah. got there and thought wow I'm here or was it a long-term goal or
1: no clue yeah. I was um I I tried to just lock in on the present mm. um, I've, I've been better at that the last few years but I'm um, because no, my team one, when I committed they were pretty good yeah. they were like decent in the ACC which is a good conference yeah But I never would have thought they would have gone on because mm. the run we had the teams had over the past five years has been amazing yeah ACC championships are so winning the conference good finishes and pretty good finishes in the tournament high rankings every yep. year I didn't know I was gonna be seven until that mm. but I'm, I'm happy I did yeah um, But now I, I would have never guessed that in the end of my time here, I was gonna finish it by yep. playing in the national championship yep. final Yeah, yeah goosebumps stuff it's
0: brilliant and to know that you you know You never took your eyes off it and you you always worked hard towards it right through the time at Westlake, I think basketball fan or not, anyone who's listened to this, there's so much to take out of that story of you never know where it's going to end up, but you've got to keep kind of jumping those hurdles as they come and never wavering from your, mm-hmm. your motivation, which is a brilliant story for any young person to hear, anyone coming to the school, anyone leaving the school. So I'm really thankful that you've given those insights. And whilst all of that's going on, all of that success in the basketball court, your degrees locked in, mm. master's degree as well, I believe. Qualified teacher, and then a flourishing, flourishing pro career which is about mm. to to start. So, yeah. um, it's a it's a success story that a lot of people would look at on paper and say it's looked easy, but obviously mm. hearing some of these things, it's been yeah. tough but enjoyable and worth it, and that's sure. fantastic. There is a bit of a almost become an urban myth around here about you, Jack, and it was around. Speaking to Virginia and the story that there was only two seats, I believe, one for the coach, one for the, your mum was with you and there was one for you and you gave up that seat to let your mum sit down and that was one of the pivotal moments in them saying, he's our guy. Is that <laughs> really? is that is that right? Is that, I think that's a bit of yeah. feedback we got from the coach to wow. say, hey, you know.
1: Yeah. I, I don't remember that but right, not, okay. uh, It might be a bit of a myth, people. Yeah, uh, okay. You said I'm uh, better uh, than I am. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah.
0: The story um, goes, he offered the seat up to his mum, yeah. and the coach thought, "That's yeah. a man driven with values."
1: I mean, it, it sounds like something I would do. Uh, yeah, it, does, not, it does. It does. I'm not right. gonna say, "Oh yeah, yeah, do, yeah. I remember that." Yeah, I did that. But um, now, yeah, I went on a yeah. visit with my mum over in Charlottesville, and she was, she's been big for me and helping me and always pushing me. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm glad I could go over there yeah. with her, and she could kind of help me. And she didn't force my decision. She kind of was just an observer, and yeah. just said, "What do you want to do?" Yeah. And um. Yeah. I'm, at like first when I made the decision, I was so nervous. Yeah. I was like, damn, maybe yeah. I should have gone to another school and yeah, yeah, played yeah, a lot. Yeah. But um, now my mum's been huge for helping yeah. me out and Correct. making me who I am today. Yeah.
0: And true or not, I suppose the message is give you seat up for someone else. It's, it's never no. a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so I think we're, we're about to close, You know, we're about to blow the whistle on this one and finish off. But the last thing, we, we've asked this of quite a few people, is there any advice or guidance you wished you'd had throughout mm-hmm. Westlake when you reflect on it that you would like to impart someone else anyone listening to this or anyone who's coming to the school leaving the school yeah some of those bits of information you could give
1: from your perspective yeah um, I mean we did touch on it a little bit but the biggest thing is there's always going to be ups and downs yeah um, you see a story like somebody else's maybe somebody looks at my story and say oh this guy went to this school did all that yeah. and it, it was he was so easy mm. but um well you only see the highlights yeah of course yeah. especially in today's yeah. society you've got all the social media and media and you always see highlights yeah um, it's not always like that yeah. there's tough times and it's okay to be in tough yeah. times yeah. that's natural yeah. and that's actually when you grow yeah. you don't grow when everything's good yeah. so you just have to tell yourself when things are hard this is when I'm going to grow mm. and you've got to have a mindset that's able to continue to learn in those down times yeah. and that that's going to make the ups even better because yeah. you're going to learn from the mistakes you yeah. make in those down times yeah. so yeah just, just staying with it just kind of and it's boring sometimes you're doing the same thing whether it's studying whether it's Working out on the same thing every day, lifting. Um, sometimes it gets boring because yeah. I've done this a lot, but that's how you build habits. Yeah. Um, habits are something you do over a long period of time, the same thing, and that's how you master something. So just staying true to that, even when you're down in a low point, yeah. just continuing to have that work ethic. Yeah. Um. And then you'll, you might not see results in a month. I mean, a week, a month. It might not even be a year. Mm-hmm. It might even be two years. Yeah. But if you wanna, if you really want something and want to push yourself, you'll stay with it, yeah. and you'll see where it takes you
0: brilliant and that's stellar advice that transcends basketball it transcends Westlake it's anyone listening that can hopefully take something out of it um thank you Jack that's a real story of resilience and determination and motivation and I'm really thankful that you're one of us a Westlaker and I'm also thankful that you always come back and you're so giving of your time so thank you very much and I'm sure anyone listening to this will really really enjoy it so we wish you all the best thank you thank you